Boom. Episode 320, Morning Minutes with myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, Auction Animals. We had a successful auction on Saturday, oh, which really which really highlighted some good things when running an auction and just our whole perception. Mark, good morning. Hey, man. Hey, everyone. Um, what an auction, hey. What an auction, 5 p.m., we thought was a little bit late, but a huge audience there and a huge or huge or huge audience online, and uh, what a result! Yeah, it was, and it really it really brought to our attention some key points um, about what makes a good auction, some good things to do, and we also had an auction the week before, which wasn't which was different. Um, so it just sort of highlighted and different bidding in this auction. Um, from a specific buyer than we normally see. So we sort of wanted to break it down, uh, bring to everyone's attention some good things we see and hopefully you take something out of it. Mark, what what do you reckon was, maybe let's start with why you took this property to auction first because I think that's the first battle with agents. They go, should I or shouldn't I? Yeah, well, the this property was six Beacon Hill Road, uh, Brookvale. Brookvale is probably not the most desirable place to buy a house and live in because there's a lot of industrial, commercial and units. It was sort of adjoining that precinct. It had a unit block next door, um, but it was a pri- It was sitting in a price range. Because of those things, it was actually sitting in a price range that was just untouched in the area. Um, it was a price range of one, two, five. So for our area, that was super low. Uh, where everything, the median price for most adjoining suburbs was one five, so it was it was really competitive. Um, but um, it, the, you know, the, the the bidding was just so spirited, it was absolutely crazy, and it made us want to talk about it today. Uh, and that's why we sort of called it the auction animal because I think I think people sort of um, it's not one size, one, one shoe fits all, like a lot of people think. Hundred percent. A lot of people, and we've touched it on a, a show we did where we 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 went into detail about um, taking the right property to auction, and we sort of call it like your A grade property, which isn't based on price, or a unicorn property. And you touched on a couple of the factors just then, um, the price point. So, for if we break this property down, which I just had the photos, price point was a factor. A lot of homes you can't buy at that price point, generally because they've got a, a better five. Yeah, and that's yeah. not because we're underquoting, that was just because it was a 100-year-old home. It was very old. So price points one, the size of the block mark, it was huge, 844-square-metre block level. So that's, that's, a, big, um, that's a, a big factor as well. So when you sort of combine those factors to it, then that sort of goes, well, let's do an auction because there'll be a lot of people wanting a property within that price point. What were some other factors? Um, look, I, I think that being it, what made it a unicorn, the, the two things in isolation that made it a unicorn were that block and were that price. Enough of enough of it to make it, you know, like the zoning was pretty, was regular. The uh, the deterrence, there was quite a few deterrents there, but people just really didn't care. But I just couldn't believe that, um, like that, 
that was, in my original estimation, genuinely hand on my heart. It was a one two one two five property, and to see it sell for one point five five and five hundred, well, I was just absolutely gobsmacked because houses uh, in in. Uh, you know, in the area is selling for less than that in better suburbs. So mm. I think auction and that competition drove it really well. It was a good decision for the owner to go to auction. Um, but, you know, equally, we've had properties go to auction where they don't go off. Um, and I think you, you need to rely on your, your experience of an agent. If you're an auction all agency, I don't think that's the, in the best interest of a seller. So if it's a, if it, if it's a, if it's a realtor or real estate agent that pretty much only does auctions, you know, I think they're going to fall on their sword a little bit. So you've got to have an experienced agent to spot the unicorn property for an auction. It is. And the key thing here is it, the once you decide once it's you sort of confirm it's that type of property for an auction it's that competition just it does something to the buyers and they just re, it motivates them to keep bidding they want to secure the property because it's almost like when it's public their mindset's probably well he wants it and he wants or he or she wants it he or she wants it but i want it and it's just very open because you had a well, how many groups did you have through the open? How many were at the auction as well and registered? Yeah, so there was there was fifty two contracts issued, which was I've just gobsmacked. Everyone wanted a contract. There was um, over two hundred people through the open houses. Um, you know the numbers were big. It was a four week campaign, and the dissecting that auction was pretty was pretty hilarious afterwards because the purchaser was a real character um mm. uh, frank is his name and uh, i did a video with him afterwards which is which is um sitting on, on my facebook account but I, I do have to say that you know i've never seen the auctioneer actually um have to come ever have to <laughs> yeah. put a bit clearer so say to everyone like he, he like, said guy. <laughs> 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 like, you can't so run <laughs> I've never seen that. I've never seen an auctioneer actually have to have to calm the crowd down and shush the crowd and remind everyone that they're doing the auction, not them. Um, everyone was pretty comfortable, and I think I think that was part of Frank's persona that he was uh, he was he was even going to the bidder, which was pretty funny. He was going to the bidder like. Give me your next bid. Give me your next bid. And as soon as the bidder made a bid, uh, and as soon as that the underbidder made a bid against Frank, he'd go bang, and then knock yeah. it down again. So he was he was like jig He was jig the guys up to make an offer uh, under the auction conditions, and he was banging them with an offer on top. He, he was you know he was entertaining. It was some friendly banter, just like I want this property. And I'm just going to keep bidding. And it was at one stage they were sort of really talking amongst themselves. The underbidder was like, "You, you uh, he was like, you've already got, like we're already 150 grand over my budget." And then I think Frank was like, "Well, bid again then, or just and then you'd bid, then you'd bid again." So it you cannot replicate that in a private treaty sale, and people justify that to themselves when it's a one of a kind with any aspect yeah. like. I reckon for in the in the surrounding suburbs, that's probably one of the only blocks on the market um, with that that block size. And also, uh, on one hand, some people uh, they think it's bad that the property is really original. But on the other hand, I find buyers love it because 
if you're buying a home and you want to knock it down and they've just put new carpet in, they've just done a new kitchen, but they haven't done anything else, you know in your head you're paying for those renovations that you're going to rip down. So something that's basically untouched, it's, it's I don't know, quite liberating. They love it. They just want it because they know they're not paying anything extra considering they're probably going to rip it down. So that competition and yeah. seeing other people. It's a beautiful story. Like, I, I think it's, you know, at the end of the day, we forget, you know, it's we're families selling to families. And, um, and you know, this is this has been in, in the family, um, one owner for over 100 years, this house. And it's going to a family. Um, Frank's bought it for an investment. And he's out. And I said to him, mate, what are you going to do with it? And he said, I've got, I've got no idea. Hmm. And I said, what, what do you mean? He said, oh, in about 25 years, we'll work it out. This is for my yeah. kids. This is the, so it shows that I think that Chinese mentality is that that long-term generational thinking rather than what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? I'm going to do five years and sell in 12 months and sell in 20. No, he's just thought. You know what? I'm banking this. I'm banking this until for the rest of my life. And uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens in 25 years. And I was I was pretty impressed by that attitude. And talk us through your advice to the owners um, with really persisting to sort of go ahead with the auction. Like there was a lot of activity, but there was really only a couple people really pushing to buy it prior. Obviously, so, and I know a lot of agents would just sort of take the money and run and just think a quick deal and not run the risk because auctions are nervous for agents, for everybody. And sometimes the buyer can leverage that with a, a strong perceived offer and just sort of catch them. But you, you, James, stood strong with your advice. Talk us through that. Yeah, good call. So, if so, what actually happened during this auction campaign is the there was an absolute premium offer um, on week two or three of one point three six, and the owner decided. The owner was like, you know what, I think we're going to sell it at that figure. So we went back to the purchaser and said, look, get us a signed contract and a check. Now, it's pretty interesting that, you know, because in hindsight, everyone was talking, was pretty comfy with one, two, one, two, five, to, you know, as the guide. And this was over 100,000, the guide. Next thing you know, because there was there was no, no contract and check produced by a purchaser. And guys and girls, if you want to buy a property before auction, get a contract signed and put a check with it the best way because um, mm. it could have it could have convinced these owners um, whether they whether we would have recommended it or not is another thing anyway another couple of offers came in one for one came in and we were like whoa this is going nuts one four five came in going, what this is nuts and then yeah. then we, we you know very strongly we said to the owner look We've really got to see this out, and it sold for one five five. So that's two hundred thousand dollars over what the owners regarded the, the one three six as a premium price for the, the for going to the auction and seeing that process out. They really, they really, um, they really could have easily comfortably sold prior and felt pretty good about it, but they would have left some money on the table. Yeah, and and that's where um, they can sort. And even if it didn't go above. The, say the one four five the highest offer prior at least they know and 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 that's where when you've got that activity you sort of 
a lot of time owners sell and then they they never sort of tell you they regret it but even as an agent you're like man i really thought that could have been a little bit different if we we ran it and i think obviously it's um it's great when it goes above so and yeah it, it just shows when you've got those properties that the buyer cannot just say well there's three others on the market the one come up next week it really really confirms uh that auction strategy but it's not a blank everything's an auction sort of thing it's so key. Well, look, even if you look at buying something like that, you know, I think the Reserve Bank, um, I've said it a couple of times, the Reserve Bank is saying they're not going to move the rates up or down over the next three years. You've got some certainty, definitely. The 10-year bonds in the market are, are, are pretty stable, pretty low. Um, I think there's some certainty in the marketplace the rates are going to stay on or about the figures where they are. So if you're buying something for $1.5 million, guys and girls, and you're borrowing your money at 2%, um, you know, you're talking about 40, talking about 60 uh, is going to be your repayments if you borrow all the money. And if you consider the property like that's going to rent, that 60 is about 1,100 a week, 1,000 a week. If you consider that uh, your, your rent's going to be, what's that, uh, 45 grand um, yeah. of that, 40 and 45 grand of that, it's not much of a top up to, to, to hold such a great asset. But let's talk, yeah. let's talk about auctions. Sorry. No, that's all good. I think I think we covered it. I think that's a wrap. Anything else you wanted to add, in particular? No, but um, if you do want to watch the auction, jump on the live. Um, we've recorded that. Michael's done a great job of that on uh, on Novak Channel to watch that auction. We may pop the link in there, and yes. uh, and Frank's interview. He's the buyer of the property. But look, certainly auction works. And the lesson from today, guys, is don't think that that process is the is there one size fits all process auction for all properties? It's wrong to have that attitude. Yeah, that's the key. It's got to be a unicorn property in most cases. So, and yeah, any, anyway, we'll be back uh, tomorrow morning once again for live as well. And Monday night news, I believe. Uh, Mark, do you want it? No. Yep. Yeah, eight yep. o'clock, that will be on Novak. So stay tuned. <laughs> And thanks for watching, everyone. Any questions, want to um, put them in here. We're always happy to um, answer them. And also, if you guys have a topic, we're doing this daily at 7.45. If you guys have a topic you want us to cover, you want to explore more, you want us to dig through, pull apart, put back together, put it in the comments and we'll happily have a chat about it online with you. Yep, perfect. Cheers, everyone. See you, Legend. Thanks, Michael. Bye. Giddy up.